0: hello everyone what's babbling this is psycho babbles with miranda and lauren or lauren and miranda or miranda, miranda and greg <laughs> this is the podcast for my class psychological effects of the internet where i talk about the topics i'm learning and lauren responds with her own thoughts if i have them if she has them this is another episode that i'm going scriptless for so forgive me if it sounds like i don't know what i'm talking about because, I don't know, it's either I don't actually know what I'm talking about, or I do know what I'm talking about, I just haven't reviewed it completely. So, let's just do it. I think this is episode, oh, what did I say, Lauren? I just counted them all off. 77? Yeah. Yeah, this For is episode, sure. I don't know, so I think I really that... paying attention. <laughs> this is episode 77, and today we're talking about... CBT. Yeah. Do we know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? I have no idea. CBT is cognitive therapy. Close. You forgot a word. There's a B in there. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Yay! She got it. Of course I did. Yeah, because you knew exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Well, guys. So, what is CBT second so there i was cbd and i was like Ooh. i saw that i saw the way you like raised your eyebrows and you were like, like "Ooh!" Yeah. and so i was like okay she clearly thinks i said something else but anyway so cognitive behavioral therapy is a common type of mental health counseling um this is where you like work with a mental health counselor in a structured way by attending like a limited number of sessions and basically this is where they help you <coughs> become aware of like inaccurate or negative feelings so like you're aware of them and you can identify when you're having them okay. and you can just like view challenging situations like more clearly and then respond to them in more effective ways okay. um, and this is a very much helpful tool in treating mental disorders or illnesses like anxiety or depression but, like, everything, like, not everyone benefits from this kind of therapy. Um, so, really, like, people really have to, like, feel it out. So, I think it's one of those things where you should definitely try. And then if it doesn't really work for you, then maybe find other types of therapy to get help. Uh, but really, like, it can help anyone. Like, not even someone with a mental health condition. Like, just anyone to better manage stressful life situations. Um so yeah, um, we're just gonna go a little further into like what CBT is because um, this episode's actually, I don't know if it counts as a part two because the next episode we're talking about like how we can help ourselves do like CBT, like self-help through CBT. So this one's kind of just like, what is CBT in general? Okay. Um, so hopefully we can get through this pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, so further acknowledging what CBT is, This is combining cognitive therapy, where you examine things you think, with behavioral therapy, which is examining things that you do. So by identifying the way you think, you can then change the way you behave, if that makes sense. I think so. I always have to add the, if that makes sense, because I just literally cannot tell if it's making sense, especially when I don't have a script in front of me. Valid. Um, But yeah, so basically this talking therapy focuses on goals and like mostly on present day things that are affecting you in your life right now. Um, and then like how you can manage those things. Um, and just like thinking about like ways you can cope, like coping skills for dealing with different types of problems that can affect your feelings and behaviors. Um, Because, you know, over time, like, negative thoughts, when you're having negative thoughts so often, like, they can become habit in, like, similar situations. So, it's, like, whenever there's a situation where – I'm trying to think of maybe some – maybe, like, running. Say we run in the mornings. um, Every time you go for a run, you may have these negative feelings of, I just can't do it. And so then that might crop up in, like, other situations where – maybe not even necessarily running, but, like, any sport that you might do, you might automatically be like, oh, my God, I can't do this. That's how I would think of it. Maybe it's, like, similar situations bring up habits of, like, similar negative thoughts. Okay. Um, and so we start avoiding situations where we realize we would have those thoughts. So you might avoid then, if you have negative thoughts when you go running, you may start to avoid any form of exercise in general – because you have this habit of thinking, I can't do it, you know, Um, and so what CBT does is, or, like, what the therapist try to help you with is breaking that habit, and so you, like, sort out the negative feelings, thoughts, and behaviors that could be contributing to the habit, and then changing that behavior, which can lead to improvement in mood, and just, like, new behaviors, or, like, new habit, new positive habits, I guess, um, And again, like we said, this doesn't necessarily have to be geared towards someone with a mental health condition. Um, It can be helpful for anybody and it can be delivered in any form. Like it can be through like one-on-one conversation. It can be done in groups. It could be done through like self-help books or online or through a CD. Like there's so many ways you can do CBT. Um, And it's like, it's good then that I guess there's so many different ways because some people really struggle with it and so like finding the method that works for you is right on there 100 percent. do it find a way that works best for you um but also just in general like if there there may not even be a method that works for you because again cbt doesn't necessarily work for everyone no matter what method because some people just find it too hard to talk about their feelings like (laughs) lauren no i'm just kidding yeah sometimes i do have a hard time talking about my feelings well i don't think I don't think in a bad way. I think it was just. You. I never talk about you. Really? Wait. Do you really not? Not usually, no. Oh, I talk about my feelings a lot. Yeah, you commentate for me. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to think if, like, it depends on what kind of feelings. I guess. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's feelings you do share with me. I mean, you don't cry in front of me. I cry a lot. You missed the other day when I was crying watching that documentary, though the killing all the whales. Oh yeah. Like, it, it, they were showing them like no blurriness, nothing. oh Yeah, and justifying as sustainable, and it's like, bruh. Mm, no, I cried. I would also cry. It's very sad. Um. Anyways. But yeah, so not some people aren't good at talking about their feelings. It's also CBT's also really very much a short term treatment, you know. And there might be problems that are just too complex to deal with in that short of amount of time. Like, it might, they may require a long-term result or a solution. And CBT doesn't really offer that. Um, it can also be hard, like, just hard work in general. Like, it can be, take a lot of effort to, because you're, you're mentally trying to change the way you're thinking. You're actively trying to recognize your own behaviors and then change them. And so you're likely going to get homework and like you're gonna have to practice the skills so that you can see a difference and that can be hard work and some people can't commit to that um so that's why some people might not benefit from cbt um we're just gonna move on to the next thing which was a meta-analysis of computerized cbt for the treatment of anxiety disorders um and so, basically, what they, were, what they were looking at is that access to qualified CBT is a major barrier to improving clinical outcomes in anxiety, anxiety disorders. So, what they did was they were looking at the efficacy of internet-based CBT for anxiety disorders, and then, like, the durability of treatment okay. gains, like, how effective it was, or, like, how durable it was, like, how, if, like, did it keep working, after the treatment. I can't tell if you're looking confused at your work or if you're confused about what I just said. Uh, i was just waiting for you to finish your sentence. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to tell when I'm finishing because I take so many pauses. Yeah. <laughs> um, But anyway, so this study included randomized controlled trials, um, just assessing, again, the, the efficacy of s- computerized CBT. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know what that stood for for a second. A computerized CBT um, for non-OCD and then non-PTSD anxiety disorders. Um, so there were 40 trials that were included and they ended up finding that computerized CBT was significantly more effective than weightless control, like the weightless control group, um, in the treatment of anxiety disorders. So this is just showing that like people do get better when they're experiencing CBT online. Um, and it was also equivalent to in-person CBT um, when they were compared, like, head-to-head for both children and adults. So it's better than not getting any treatment at all. And it's equivalent to getting treatment in person. So computerized, once again, is not a bad thing. Um, I think that might actually be it. We can end this by... Talking about that SilverCloud app. I remember it said I had to tell one person about it. So, do you remember that? I remember you needed to tell me something. Yeah, because I told you and then you said, oh, Miranda, don't you need to tell, like, multiple people this? Because Haley was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I was like, oh, no, I only had to tell one person. But then I told Haley about it anyway because it was in the moment. But anyway, so SilverCloud is this online, self-guided, interactive, mental health resource. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag we wish. Yeah. But it's free for Madison students. So you can use it. And it, it's offered 24 hours a day. And... not 25? No. There's not 25 hours in a day. It didn't work. Because I'm too smart. I'm too self-aware. Mm-hmm. I don't need CBT. Actually, that's not true. I think I'm getting CBT right now. I'm actually not... Cons- I don't know what my therapy is considered, but it might actually be CBT because I'm working to actively change my behaviors. And I'm at least trying, I'm using my techniques. But anyway, so SilverCloud app, it has modules that address anxiety, depression, body image, stress, sleep, resilience, all that good stuff, you know, we love it. Um, But it's also not designed to replace in-person mental health treatment for like complex concerns so it can be effective for students with like mild or moderate symptoms where they can just like immediately get help first things like day-to-day stresses um or like learning skills to understand their thoughts and feelings and behaviors and they can reduce their symptoms of depression and anxiety and then you can just hear stories from other college students and like learn about their what's the word experiences kind of like us we could be therapists right now, people listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah, we're so certified. So certis- certified. Yeah, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at speaking. I literally can't do it. I think it's just because you've been speaking for so long. I would say it, we've been at this for what? We got home at like 1130, and we didn't start till like noon. So it's been three hours. That's not bad at all. Stretchy. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna keep chugging along. Later. So, bye bye. See you next time. On Psycho Babbles. This episode of Psycho Babbles is sponsored by